Hello everyone, uh, this is uh, Zani back again, and again, as you mentioned uh, earlier, I'm driving today, so I have some time to, and I thought I'd pop in some of these, these stories um, from a little bit of past history uh, that I've, I've seen God's mighty hand so that they can be remembered, uh, because I think it's, I, 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 you look through the Bible in the Old Testament, and how many times the Bible talk about, you know, to the children of Israel, hey, remember my mighty hand, my mighty works in, you know, Egypt or in the desert with manna and, you know, the serpent on the pole and in Red Sea and you name it. It's record and write down and tell your kids and tell your stories uh, about these these events that happened that you saw God working. Um, that no matter where you are, what time in history is, you can look back and go, God was working then. He's been working all the way up until now. And he's going to work now. Uh, he's just looking for us to have a, a heart perfect toward him, following after Jesus Christ with our whole heart. So, um, uh, let's see. The story I'm going to tell here is about um, a, a very historical event. I'm sure if you're listening to this in the future, is the the story, event that happened in Minneapolis uh, is of George Floyd being killed, murdered, whatever way you want to phrase it, and uh, with Derek Chauvin, the officer, sitting on his neck or whatever. So... Uh, that's what I'm not going to get into is we'll see how history looks at that in the past. We have all of our opinions in the current era and we'll see how it looks in the future. But the story that's impactful of that is so after the events there with George Floyd being killed and murdered and sat on drug overdose, I don't know. There's lots of unknowns at this point. The trial is actually happening right now as I speak is is there was um, there was so there was a lot of rioting and looting and disasters in Minneapolis and just absolutely just terribleness happening for a long time um, and and it's kind of settled out some it's still quite the mess down there is but but there was they, they created kind of a, a, a memorial or I don't know if that's really what I, don't know, I guess a probably a memorial if that's the right way to put it at the where he was killed at kind of the street corner there 38th in Chicago in, in downtown Minneapolis uh, well I guess it's probably the suburbs of Minneapolis it's, it's kind of the, anyways that's meaningless is and so we kind of like you know hear it on the news you read about it you kind of you know see it kind of here kind of there and it's like oh this is a little sketch and so then there was this uh, randomly is this this young guy named Josh um, came up from Tennessee and I had never met him before didn't know him for anyone uh, knew knew we knew a couple of people um, that we each knew but we know one that we I had never been introduced to him personally and um, so he was coming to Minneapolis because he was like God's working here and I want to be a part of it which I was like that's cool. That's, that's great. Little, I mean, not, I'm, I never quite thought of it, you know, travel to wherever God's working. Cause I figure God's working everywhere, but you know what? I, I like the, I like the mentality. I like the heart to go where God wants you to go. So he comes up here just kind of on a whim. It seemed like, and was like, Hey, I need a place to stay. And so we were going to have him stay at, um, one of our friend's house, but it, it ended up not working that way. So he had us just crash night out. So we had this random stranger pull up to our house and, and uh, you know, stay the night with us, and end up being a couple days with us, so, which was great. But the stories I want to tell is, so the first day he gets there, the first morning he's here, he pulls in like I don't know, one two in the morning, some ridiculous late hour, and and so, but then he's right up bright and early, way too early on the next day. I believe it was a Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Anyways, the date doesn't matter, and it, and so we. 
So he wakes. He, he's like, I'm going to go. Anyone want to come with me? And so I kind of half awake, groggily go, yeah, I'll totally go. Because I wanted to. I wanted to see, I wanted to go and, you know, tell people about Jesus. That was the heart behind it. But I was I was half asleep in the morning. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And uh, I never I hadn't. I had, we had kind of walked past the area down there. But I hadn't actually been to the memorial area, what they're doing and, and stuff. And so... So we were so he's so we jumped in his car and we drive down there and and it's like you walk in it's kind of blocked off for blocks and there's all this weird you know how to be a white ally and, and Black Lives Matter protest and graffiti all over the place all over the pavements the stores are just busted and looted and burned and it's, it's wild in a, in a lot of ways just not not the normal picture of what you think of 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 this area or really any area is unless you're like in the middle east anyways um so he, he we walk up there and we kind of just kind of like okay wow this is this is unique there's just kind of a handful of people milling around it's early in the morning it's probably i don't know i mean uh, nine nine o'clock or something like that when we get down there i don't know i'm guessing on the numbers here and uh so he's like you know we just got to pray for for this the area the people and i'm like okay sweet I like prayer, you know. It's kind of, kind of like, okay, I don't, I don't know, and um, and so I was thinking, okay, we'll kind of, you know, stand by ourselves on some area or something like that, and, and start praying. Well, not this guy. Josh is like, I don't know if he just doesn't understand people, or he just follows Jesus so hard, he just he just doesn't care what people think. I don't know. Probably the second. And so he just plops right down there on his knees on the street corner, right in right in the middle of the no, right in the middle of the sidewalk. And just starts praying out loud, just praising God, praying for God, praying for everything under the sun, for salvation for these people, for healing, for um, for just God to show his mighty hand, just praising God, reading scripture in prayer. You name it, he was praying it. I'm like, yo, okay, this is how we're rolling. And at first I was a little skeptical, I have to admit. So he, he kind of does his thing there. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of uncomfortable with this. And he jumps to another street corner and starts praying there. And, and then this this gentleman walking by just plopped down on his knees right next to him. And, and at that point, I kind of like, okay, I think I can do this. You know, got out of my comfort zone a little bit. And this gentleman just plops down right in front of us, just walking by on his way to work. And just starts praying with us for a couple minutes. Like, okay, that was that was cool. Wow. I mean, didn't, didn't expect that to happen. I kind of expect people to like, okay, watch out for the two crazy people praying on the street corner. Like... That's kind of what I expected when we first started this, but as the story goes, is it doesn't. Um, what I always expect doesn't happen, and God is bigger than that. So, so then we're like, oh, we'll pray there for a while, and kind of just you know, we mill around for a couple minutes, and goes to the other street corner, starts praying over there. And he's praying up a storm. At this point, I finally like, okay, I'm in. You know, I'm not gonna be sitting on the street corner here anymore. Just kind of like this is awkward, but just dive in. Who cares what people think? We'll figure it out. And God, God is with us. Uh, he'll take care of us. And so we can start praying. And, and then there's this couple that walks up, you know, middle-aged couple. And they happen to be African-American. Not that that matters, but it's, it's obviously I'm a Caucasian white kid. So is this Josh character. And so we're at this kind of place where there's a lot of people that have resentment toward white people. And I'm sure there's for, with, for valid reasons, I'm sure. And there's, so there's a couple that walks up and, and they start praying with us. And they're praising Jesus with us and praying for everything. And we kind of pray for, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. I don't know how long it was. I lost complete track of time that day. And we see God working. And, and like, 
that was unique. And then we kind of stopped praying. We talked to him a little bit, and there's a Christian couple, and they were just like, you know what? We're just we want to see God's hand. We like want to see God working here, and like, oh, this is so cool. It's such an answer prayer for them. And they they were so excited about it. They had to go, but it was their anniversary. They actually invited myself and Josh to have dinner with them um, on their anniversary. Like, it's your anniversary. You don't want two unknown people coming, you know, spoiling your anniversary dinner. But they did. Uh, that's, that's just crazy. We, we ended up not having the time uh, to go. But, but like, to, to, they, even that would, they would offer that would be just like, wow. Um, so they, they take off. They, they bless us. And, like, that was super encouraging. And so we're back praying again, reading the scriptures on the street corner. And then there's a little plaster guy comes up. And he's wearing a suit. And he just starts proclaiming like he's just like the little man he's probably like five feet tall or something like that and he just starts proclaiming jesus and, and telling that jo- this josh character is a man from god sent here and and it's like wow okay you know and and he he just like you know jumping up and down screaming yelling not not quite the screaming yelling part but just like just vivaciously unashamedly praising jesus it's like wow okay wow well, we just we just started on another level here and so that goes on for a while. And it's like, wow, okay. You know, God is working here, obviously. And so then we kind of just go around. And, and then eventually the day kind of starts happening at this place. And there's, there ended up being, like, we're doing a work project there. Like, putting a bunch of dirt. Kind of making flowers. Trying to make it a little more permanent. Um, or, or something. I don't know what they're doing. But they were building something. And, and so Josh jumps in and helps them. And kind of helping around. And was talking to people on the street corner. Just kind of, you know, hearing them out. Hearing their opinion. And telling about Jesus. And... And I was like, wow, okay, that God is working here. Then kind of, you know, keep moving. And there's one thing that this Josh guy doesn't understand, which is the word lunch. And I happen to love lunch. And I was like, man, dude, we're going to ever eat something? And I don't think he ever thought about food the entire day. So kudos to him for being focused, unlike me, who just focused on his belly at some point. And, but like, like there, wow, God is, God is working. We've seen already just multiple times people and there was a handful of people that are like oh get your get your crazy you know praying out of the way but like the people that had an influence around there were totally on board with it there's you know overall it's just like god was like bringing people to us like encouraging us like hey pray with the you know we're praying with them they're praying with us they're they're blessing us and like you know in the name of jesus and it's like wow this is this was unexpected so as the day rolls on is is there was going to be some like meeting happening there put on by a local pastor guy i don't really know where that guy's at personally uh i have my doubts in some ways but you know what he was he was i'll I'll trust he was following god and and so he was coming and he was bringing like you know some music and he was preaching and he's black and and his wife is white and so they kind of like you know racial relation geniuses is what they claim or i don't know let bygones be bygones. That that's that's the mute point. But but as we so that they were coming that evening and and so I know so we've been praying about you know that people would be saved because of that and we'd have you know be able to tell people about Jesus clearly and you know regardless of this preacher guy. But we knew people were coming and it would make kind of a you know a stir and you know a group gathering thing. So those people show up in the evening and 
and you know they're telling talking to us about you know okay here's what we're doing and setting up the stage and stuff so we help out with that they had a baptism tank which you know we prayed over early in the day it's like hey god if you, you know this is, this is what we want to see if people get to save jesus you know saved we're ready to baptize them you know that's it's kind of the model in the in the new testament is it seems like is hey i am saved and then you get baptized not that baptism saves us but it's an outward representation of hey jesus is saving washing away our sins and so as it goes on there is there's people kind of gathering and they're doing their thing and so we me and josh we spread out in the, the kind of the the handful of people the the group of people that were out there kind of listen to this this guy charles talk about you know race relations and jesus and his story about coming from africa somewhere i think and it was it was interesting and, and josh found himself a couple guys that he was talking to and, and and a girl that he was talking to that really needed jesus and that's a cool story on itself about how this girl was just like floundering and josh was able to just point her to jesus and she was just in a ball of tears and there was myself josh and two or three other guys that we met that were christians um that were just be able to pray for this girl and really really point her to jesus and she was so thankful i remember her her, her crying her eyes out because when we bring when we were just like the love of jesus uh and and why he came and died for her sins and that's cool that's so cool i love it when that happens when we've been praying all day because literally it seemed like all day we've been praying at this point it's in the evening we've been there all day without any snacks maybe a bottle of water and we're just we're just praying for people to see jesus and, and then you see people see jesus that's that very hours later it's just wow that's god that's so cool and so then then josh was kind of off talking to some a couple other people and i kind of got myself in this group of people that were listening to the pastor guy i was hoping to you know strike a conversation with them and and so they kind of did this like race relation ask forgiveness for you know if there's anything any white person is doing to a black person or if any black person has done to a white person you know ask forgiveness and i don't know how i feel about that entirely but i know god can use it um, because i saw him use it so we'll, we'll just focus on that part is so so i got myself in this group there's this family what i thought was a family and ended up being like cousins and relatives and uncles and whatnot it was a real jumbled jumble juice here but um, I, I, I purposely stuck myself because I was like, you know what, let's just jump in because they're like, hey, every other one will, you know, hold hands or talk to each other about, you know, this, like, repeat after me, like, you know, forgive me if there's anything a white person has done to you, make you angry or mad or racist or, and vice versa. Anyways, that's, that's kind of not what I'm going to focus on because that was not my favorite part, but, you know, God used it. And that's, that's, that's what we're focused on here. And is, is so I, there was this family. So I stood between this, and it's this girl named Chloe. Um, little girl, she's I don't know, 10, 12 years old, um, and and so I, I do this whole thing with her. She's bawling her eyes out, and it's making me cry. And and you know, and so after we do this thing, we just keep talking. And she tells me her story about how her parents are split up, and how she's here with her uncle. She's from like Arizona, and like she's just like. A tumultuous life and I'm just breaking my heart because she's so sweet and kind and and I remember just being able to tell her and pour the love of Jesus on her and point out Jesus loves you you're precious in your his eyes and make a way for salvation and I was praying I prayed for I remember praying for her and I got my picture with her somewhere if you follow me on any social media if social media still allows that kind of stuff is is there's a picture of me and Chloe and I'm just burnt toast because it was a hot sunny day and I look like a red man and and, and we're just I just remember like we had prayed all day 
for God's hand that we work in. And we saw it in two or three different instances about just straight up with this girl, this other girl that Josh had talked to of, of people being impacted because of the power of Jesus Christ. And uh, that just sticks with you. Is is uh, When I think of it, I pray for Chloe, wherever she's at uh, in Arizona with her uncles, cousins, or parents. I have no idea. But I really, I really pray that she remembers that um, when she gets a little older and, uh, of that interaction we had and that she comes to know Jesus because I want to see Chloe in heaven. That, that's what it comes down to. And I want to see Chloe saved. Um, so if you think of it, whenever you're listening to this night now, pray for Chloe. Uh, I'm gonna as soon as I quit this podcast, I'm gonna start praying for Chloe. But it's just to to see God working is is really cool. And and you know what? God answers prayer. And and I know like I've been on missions trips to you know Mexico a couple times and Ukraine and India and it's like okay yeah it's cool to go to those places and it, and it and it changes your schedule in life and makes you sometimes focus in more ways which I think is great and I would I would recommend it if you're really on a a solid mission trip preaching to Jesus, not just a sightseeing, sightseeing tour. But to always remember that wherever Christians are looking to follow Jesus, that's where God's working. It doesn't have to be overseas. It doesn't have to be in another country. It can be literally in your own town, in the people you come in contact with every day. People, God will bring people into your path if you're just looking and ready. And uh, that's, that's God's mighty hand. God is working. And it's so cool to see. So... Um, that's the story of uh, what would be the George Floyd Memorial with Chloe and Josh and, you know, just, just watching Jesus work. Uh, a small side note is the next Sunday, which was Father's Day, we went to, to the church that was right there on 38th in Chicago, and and it was Pastor Curtis and one of the Deacon Charles, and they were so welcoming. It was so fun to just have that commonality of Jesus Christ is, yeah, we don't look necessarily the same, and we maybe not believe 100% doctrinally, and that's, that's okay, but because race is a construct of man and Jesus probably looked a whole lot more like them than he did like me. But to be that oneness in Jesus is, is just so much fun. And, and the story of that, that Pastor Curtis told us about that years ago, 20, 30 years ago, whenever he started this church here, is he had it a couple blocks from here, um, the 38th in Chicago. And, and, and then God told him, you know what, you got to go right there. And he did, and it was an awful crime area at that point, and and it probably still is again. But it's it's God puts people in certain places. Remember, I was talking in the previous episode. If if you listen to that, about sometimes you just follow God out of straight up obedience, not seeing where it leads in the time being, and maybe you never see it in your lifetime on Earth. But for him, I know that he felt that God had placed him in that 38th in Chicago one of the reasons is because of, of George Floyd getting killed there and how that was going to act out 30 odd years later and how it could be a light to that community in that direct area. Very impactful. Um, so that's a cool cool story. So it's just keep following God, looking for God's mighty hand because he is working. So uh, again, have a blessed day, guys. Um, enjoy. I'll probably record some more today of, of just watching God's hand work because he is working. He is working and we can praise him for that. So I'm out. Talk to you later.